two things that suck a lot about war in the desert. A, the war, and B, sand. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. This is another special weather and war edition of this podcast. During Operation Iraqi Freedom in March of 2003, a major dust storm swept through Baghdad and across the greater Tigris and Euphrates valleys. This day in weather history. You've heard the saying, what giveth life can also taketh away. It is theorized that the cradle of humanity comes from an area nestled within the greater Tigris and Euphrates valleys. But during Operation Iraqi Freedom in March 2003, a major dust storm swept through Baghdad and across this very same area, and it caused chaos. Fighting weather is always an issue, and I have covered a lot of these stories in past episodes of this podcast. But a sandstorm is a whole different generation of hell. It severely impacted military operations, obviously, by reducing visibility and forcing grit into the weapon systems. Nothing quite like a gummed-up weapon when a nanosecond of reaction time defines life and death. So here we go. It was March 25th, 2003. An area of low pressure swung out over the ancient Mesopotamian land that is present-day Iraq. But just like a low that drags in water from an ocean or a lake to hammer down with rain or snow, this one brought with it sand and dust from the deserts of Saudi Arabia and Egypt. Last I checked, Saudi Arabia and Egypt is actually where sand was invented. (laughs) That had to have been an unholy amount of grit. Those on the ground have shocking recollections of when that storm hit. And in a moment, we're going to hear from someone fighting on the ground who remembered it. But first, remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, and I thank you. But there is also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. And oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story here, go check out the podcast video short on television or online at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Corporal Zach Brackney was with the 1st Marine Division fighting somewhere south of Baghdad when the sandstorm hit. He remembers everything slowly turning a yellowish-orange hue like suddenly a filter had been placed over the sky. The visibility dropped as fast as the wind picked up. An ochre-colored dust and grit worked its way into every crevice of every weapon, garment, and vehicle. Yuck. And what little rain worked its way into the mix, it only made things worse by creating little balls of mud that were now falling onto and into everything. And this went on for three days. Dust storms that go on for days like this one are not at all unusual, actually, for Baghdad. It's all in their geography, you see. Baghdad lies at the center of Iraq along the Tigris River. To the south of Iraq is the Great Arabian Desert, bringing the sand and intense heat, while the Mediterranean Ocean is to the west, and that brings in the moisture and the moderate temperatures. This is a recipe for atmospheric gradients that can cause pretty wicked storms at times. But that is all well and good for weather lovers like you and me. But for the industrial military complex, yeah, they were a lot less than impressed. The blowing sand and dust messed up military operations by driving down visibility and getting into the highly sophisticated parts of precision weapon systems. The storm, known locally as a Turab, came screaming into Baghdad from behind the coalition forces. You'd think that this would just be more of a nuisance, but even from behind goggles and windshields, 
this tailwind proved to be a distinct psychological advantage, and all thanks to the weather. Think of it. If this wind is at the backs of the coalition forces, it would have to be blowing into the faces of the Iraqi defenders, and this effectively cancelled out any advantage the Iraqis might have had through their obvious inherent experience with similar dust storms. In the end, the Air Force managed to carry out their mission by flying above the layer of sand and dust, and although there was no massive ground clash, Baghdad was captured and weeks later, we all watched as the statue of Saddam Hussein in Firdos Square was toppled on April 9th, in part thanks to the weather and what happened this day in weather history. Tomorrow is March 26th, and I want to have a bit of fun with two meteorologists from the Weather Network who got what they wanted, but then got too much, and then so much more than they bargained for when they stood up against Mother Nature in a boxing ring that she dominates. This might be career limiting for me, but oh, is it ever going to be fun? Think about that old pirate song that goes, yo ho, blow the man down. It's tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, at least for now, Chris May.